here we go hello hi we're back with another oh ooh, i just hit myself in the face with the mic Welcome back to Recovering Toxaholic. I'm your host, Monterey Martinez. I'm Nikki Bond. And my other, well, I am a co-host. What did we oh say? Oh, God. We said? This, yeah. I'm a co-host. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your host, Nick, Nikki Bond, and oh, I'm your other host, host. Yeah, Monterey so Martinez. you did it. So that's your fault. Because I go, I just, I'm your host, and you didn't say. Oh, okay. Let's go back. Okay. Hey. What the <laughs> fuck was, I've never even heard your voice in that register <laughs> ever seriously sometimes there's like times where like i immediately just like want to go give matt a hug and i go hey man like you don't have to do this i mean he does don't hey (laughs) welcome back everybody Uh, that was pretty good in what way my pitch (laughs) in what fucking way huh i just feel Uh, like it was a good pitch no okay yeah no it was clear there was clarity in it um we're back with another fucking episode and she's swearing yeah because we got juice we got juice because we're about to dive into some hot fucking topics and uh i'm excited i get excited when we talk about juice also i think that my little thing kicked in i have like a little mushroom drink or whatever um like not magic not like i like those mushrooms too but it's just like regular but it's like energizing and so i was like because when i, I came here it. i was like i'm so yeah. tired and now i'm like <laughs> maybe it's just my energy and i really bring in the brightness in your life smack you. <laughs> i'm like okay. sick i'm like yeah this sucks. <laughs> but your posture is really good right now well like, i because i just i feel like i was about to say you just farted <laughs> you're like i just f-, and i was like don't fart on me nikki bond i do like a good lean i fart. feel like you i am well aware of who you are uh, yeah it's my fave <laughs> sometimes it just feels better yeah. i just thought i'd sit up straight to feel better and it's not helping but well, it's okay it looks good thank you it looks good what's your juice okay so i we we have some we have some things to discuss one of the things that i would like to discuss and i'm starting to sense a theme here and you'll see in one second okay so recently there has been a video that has leaked so chris brown you know the singer um he had gotten into trouble about 13 years ago 2009 when he beat the shit out of rihanna yeah and the pictures leaked it was really bad they leaked recently no 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 like when it first came out (laughs) see this is the segment tell mickey about what's going on on the internet time out (laughs) mickey have you never seen the photos of rihanna yeah i have oh okay i was like girl you're racist i'm kidding (laughs) um so that happened a long time ago right and chris has still had a career in hollywood and he's still you know made music and all this stuff and so recently there's a singer chloe bailey she just released that she'll be doing a song with chris brown and um her fans and there's another girl i forget her name it's like keely or kelly i don't know how you pronounce it it's like Ugh. k-e-i-l-y but she's one of the singers from 3lw do you remember you do or you don't don't you will or you won't won't uh, no more 
I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to sing on the podcast, and you are with that voice. Uh, But at least I'm doing it for a purpose to get you to like know what I'm talking about. I'm just not singing, torturing you. No more. (laughs) (laughs) But you remember the group, right? Yes, yes. So she came out and she was like, this is fucked up. Like, I don't understand why like people are working with him and like why he's still like able to make music. And then he responded in his stories and he was like, girl, like clearly your music career is nowhere. So now you got to come out and trash me and like, this is bullshit or whatever. But here's my thing. Who's the fucking toxic person? Cause there's three people. The, the person who's working with him, chris brown and then the girl being like it's fucked up that this other girl is working with him okay what do you can i go backwards yeah uh you will oh you won't won't girl and um how's the picture lw Uh, 3lw Mm -hmm. she's not toxic she is speaking Mm. out just hear me out hear me out hear me out we can't jump on no i know i'm just hold on hold on okay we can't jump on them because they may not be successful anymore but they still want to speak out yeah and like she's not doing unless she's done something wrong herself Mm -hmm. and has worked with like people that beat women sure but like she's allowed to say whatever the fuck she wants whether she's the 3lw or she's humpty and dumpty i don't know why i use them as the example humpty and dumpty but like it doesn't matter she can speak the fuck out and if you chris brown are gonna come in and be like you're just trying to get press your career went to shit it's like no the fact is you did beat her so now you're gonna try and underplay her worth and her voice because you think that she just wants attention Mm -hmm. based off of like her comment on saying why are we still working it's still her opinion right and then the girl chloe who's, bailey who's chloe working bailey is working with it's pretty toxic if, if you're gonna comment and say anybody's trying to up their career yeah it's chloe bailey by still working with somebody she's pretty success she's her she's like pretty like hot right now so i feel like Ugh. she probably doesn't need him at all like here's what i think i think there's toxicity in all of them I think here's my biggest thing with people is it's like, yes, Chris Brown did a thing. So like what we excommunicated him out of the fucking country and they're never allowed to work again. So it's like we have. okay. I hope most people have not beat the shit out of a fucking woman before, but it's like, and I do think that he should have like done some sort of jail time. Did he? I I don't, don't remember. Think so. I don't no. think so. And so I'm like, if you beat the shit out of a even, woman, he didn't even like face any sort of, backlash really oh, he, still, he got backlash but he, like he still was recording and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Performing, he still I mean. was recording and performing yeah. and all this shit so it's like that was kind of definitely like wild to see i remember yeah. when it was happening and i was like wait how are you i mean her face was fucked yeah. up you know and but i will say not that this is like a justification or anything but it's like we don't know if she punched him first while he was driving and then he fucking like respond. Like we really weren't there. Not that it justifies ever hitting a woman like that. But when you're in that fear fucking state and you're driving a car and someone swings at you, like you're again, I don't know what happened. I'm not saying that I think he should ever do it, but I'm saying I can understand the like mechanics of like how something happened, but shouldn't fucking happen. But what I'm saying is it's like, so what that was 13 years ago the man can never ever work ever again what uh, is he supposed to do i mean 
I think, I don't know, like, I guess I just don't like that he's coming at her for trying to, like, up her career by speaking out on her own opinion. Right. Uh, it's a low blow to be like, oh, you're trying to get attention. Yeah, I think I think the low blow part is, like, him, like, um, undermining, like, her career or whatever. But what I think he should have said is been like, listen, I did do a thing that was fucked up yes. and I had to take accountability and responsibility and I'm trying to be a changed man. And I understand yes. you being triggered and I understand you being upset, but dragging other people is not the way that's ever going to make you like happy in your life. I understand that it bothers you, but it's like, don't just like drag people just to drag people. But I get her. I get why she's like, dude, what the fuck? This is so fucked up. I'm sick of these female artists working with him. But at the same time, it's kind of toxic because now she's knocking the other girl being like, why the fuck are you working with him? And it's like, girl, like, you don't know if she has a fucking crush on him. You don't know if like her manager or her label. It's like, but we also don't, don't make know, the girl feel bad. But we don't know if there's like something secret going on behind the scenes. And maybe, For sure. Like, girl and girl. But I guess, uh, yeah, I don't, I, the person that's, I think the, I mean, if he said, I'm sorry, I went to anger management and then mm -hmm. turned around and was like, I've asked for forgiveness, but yeah, it just seems like it's a domino effect yeah. of toxicity. And I don't know, would you, it's tough. Would you work with somebody that's beat the shit? Well, I guess I'm like Rihanna. The difference is Rihanna is powerful enough that she could have done what she wanted with that and taken the action she wanted. And she, it's not like it's like somebody who's below Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Like Rihanna yeah. is highly the, above a Chris Queen. Yeah. yeah. So if she was sticking up for a little a little person and you know fighting for them, that's that's great. But Rihanna, I think it's like up to her if she believes that Chris people should be working with Chris Brown to say something. Right. Well, she's like been a support of him and has like given forgiveness and yeah. all this stuff. And so it's like, okay. And it's like, that's between them at the end of the day. But it's like, I do believe that at some point we do have to show compassion and we do have to like forgive people because if we're always going to be these people that it's like, Nope, you did a wrong thing. You can. So it's like, well then let's just keep everybody in prison forever. But like, I do think that people need to start owning up to it and apologizing yes. more. And, and, and they would leave, he would lead the way if he did that, he would lead the way for others to do I so. I think and he has. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like he I has. think he's done like public interviews interviews and like okay. he's like cried on stage about like he's definitely i don't know how apologetic or whatever and it's been like a long time since i've circled back with chris brown you yeah, know what i, I mean I, I and i'm sure if he if he had the ability to like hit a woman to like that fucking degree i'm sure he has other very shitty qualities and traits about him but again, that was so long ago and it was so yeah. public and so many people hated him that it's like, maybe it has made him a changed man. If I was Chloe Bailey, I probably would come out and release a statement and not just be like, yep, dropping this song, Chris Brown. Eh, it's and, like and turning address blind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just be like, hey, I know a lot of people, maybe my own fans or people who are not fans of me are going to see me working with this person. And I just want to let you know that I'm a big believer in fucking forgiveness and I'm a big believer in people changing their life. And like, I really stand by that. And so I want to work with someone and like give them a second chance and like make music with an artist that like I still respect, like no matter like the fucking mistakes you've made in your life. Yeah, that's fair. I, 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 that is fair. I don't, I guess I just don't think that 
uh, 3LW coming forward is that toxic. We don't know how she's triggered. We don't know the dynamic between. And I do think you're right about like, let's forgive and move on if they take the right steps. Yeah. Um, I think that I honestly think Chris Brown in this situation is the most toxic for saying to her oh the only reason you did that is to up your career and it's like okay i guess i'm saying that because i've talked about this before but i've had someone say that to me when i outed Mm. the acting coach and they're like oh you just are trying to up your career so i'm putting myself in her situation you're like no i'm speaking out to help other people so i think that that's an immature low blow and you guys are both famous if you have an issue with it he could call her and be like yo can we talk about this totally it just seems like now he he's playing if he thinks she's being petty now he's being just as petty so that yeah. means that he's more toxic also when he hit her i forget how old he was he must have been pretty young like yeah they were yeah very young and i do think that people who are in their early 20s that have anger issues have so much and fucked up childhoods and he got famous and successful at 16 and money and drugs and all that shit yeah Yeah. i think that there is definitely room for forgiveness with the beating thing and yeah uh I would like to know more of why she said that it does. And I will say like, yeah, it does seem like it came out of nowhere her saying that, but I just think like if you're that much bigger of a person now, you don't need to stoop to her. Yeah. 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 Then like demonstrate it with grace and like handle it a little better. Just be like, Hey, I understand why you're mad, but I'm going to let you know, like I've been in your position where I've called out people for their injustices. But like the only thing you can do is like be a person that's, as similar to Jesus, as similar to God, as similar as your higher self, however you want to phrase it. But it's like being a person that's angry is never going to lift you up. It's always going to anchor you down. And she genuinely might think that she's helping. Like For sure. She, yeah. But um, that's interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Which remind, because you just said something and I just want to talk about this for like two minutes. But um, did you ever watch the documentary about the gymnasts who came forward, like the Olympic team women who got molested by the like chiropractor who like worked for like USA gymnastics? A little bit. Well, there was this, so like when this came out, there was like a preview for it on YouTube and I'm a YouTube whore. And, um, when you were saying like, oh, these girls, like they're just doing it for clout, like how yeah. people were attacking you for that. Like, oh, your career is nothing. You're just doing it for yeah. that. So in the YouTube videos and the comments, these people, so it was like a preview for the movie that was coming out or whatever, like the documentary, like based on the girls who got sexually abused and people were in the comments, men were in the comments being like these fucking girls, like, Oh, of course now they want to come out and make a bunch of money. And I'm like, these girls, first of all, were children. Yes, okay? yes, yes. Like, you don't go to the fucking USA gymnastics fucking Olympic level, like, older than 20. So all these girls, this was happening to them from ages 10 to fucking 16, okay? And you don't make money off documentaries. You, and you don't make money in the... Fu- if you're on the Olympics, you pay... Yeah, so, you know how yeah. much these fucking gyms cost? And, like, these parents are going fucking bankrupt. And when you peak as a gymnast, you're, like, 16 to 18. 18 years old yeah and gymnastics is the most fucking competitive sport in the world meaning there's only five girls per four years that get to fucking compete at that let five girls you know how many fucking nfl teams there are 32 how many motherfuckers are playing on the fucking team there's like 60 of them so 60 times 32 you have a way better chance of getting in the fucking nfl than you ever do fucking competing at an elite level in gymnastics and your body is destroyed and you 
And the only way you get money is if a sponsor sees you and they're like, okay, there's not like commercials. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't get like, there's no Pete. Like it's not all these advertisement dollars watch. And it's like, there's like one girl every eight years that makes fucking real money off this shit. You get a medal and you sell it at crossroads for 15 bucks. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like crazy to say that these girls are getting money. I'm like, this chiropractor is sticking his fucking fingers in their vagina. And he did it to over 200 girls. Really? All of these girls are young girls are doing it for fucking fame. You know how embarrassing that is to be like, Hey, I was getting fingered for years and they went to the fucking, like they went to us gymnastics they went to the coaches they went to their parents and nobody did fucking anything and these girls are doing it for clout you're like are you serious that's what they that's what some of these men actually women too think you're like no it's because we went everywhere we had to go yeah and now i have to make a documentary and you know and they weren't the ones even making the documentary they're just fucking talking about it But you know what's crazy is then it's like okay they're gonna do the documentary netflix is gonna make all the money on it yeah (laughs) off of there truly and you're just like but when people say that that's why so many women don't ever come forward is because people just go hey exactly are there women out there who lie yes are there women out there who are trying to just drag a fucking man because they hurt her yes but that is the smallest percentage. Yeah. You know how embarrassing it is to get sexually abused and, and then have to come out in public and say something when you know most people are going to fucking look at you like you're trash or most people are going to like make fun of you. you're genuinely afraid of the person who did it and what they'll do to you when you come out. Yeah. And yeah. then you like anybody who makes those YouTube fucking comments like that. I'm uh. like one day I'm going to fucking hire a private detective and like hunt down these fucking like IP addresses and it's like somebody's gonna get assassinated because I'm like these people I'm like if you if you really think these girls are gym, like gymnastics like you think gymnasts are lying about this shit really yeah. the girls who like they literally don't, they don't care about fame they're they're doing gymnasts a sport. Yeah. They're literally like fucking dedicating their life since they were seven years old. They don't even go to school. They don't go to prom. Yeah. Their boobs stop like, growing. They don't have their periods. Different. They don't give a fuck about Athlete, fame. Yeah. Athletes don't go into it being like, I would like to be famous. They're like, I care about this sport and winning this sport. Yeah, yeah. the sport that nobody fucking gives a fuck about and that it's going to ruin my body by the yeah. time I'm age 18. And the only thing I can do is teach gymnastics and maybe one time <sighs> be on a fucking cereal box. I just really, I, I can't even get into the topic of the trolls on youtube and people that make those comments because those are the most toxic people and then if we feed into it oh we're gonna find you one day and don't think that i won't put a fucking hex on you because it's like i work in the name of the lord jesus okay and y'all gonna fucking okay you're gonna get the wrath and then we pull the curtain it's the devil he's like ah guys i just were giving you something to talk about don't let her do a devil impression again (laughs) if anyone hears her do a devil impression one more time you have free reign to um imagine i get a voiceover gig of you playing a devil (laughs) in a cartoon i'll be great 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 you literally just ruined my life thank you for fucking egging this on my god it's paying for our thumbnails (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay, our second thing that we want to talk about was kind of based on a situation that I've been in, and it's like a thing that her and I always talk about. Yeah. So we both, because one, we're both comedians, and it is a male-dominated world, so we both have a lot of male comic friends. Well, I will... I'll, You've had male uh, yeah. comic friends before. No, I know, no, 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 oh. just male friends. I mean, ma- we, I meant We were male talking friends. about... Uh, 
Monterey and I, well, Monterey was talking to me about how she uh, has, like, is friends with her exes. Mm-hmm. She went on an apology tour. We can cut that out if you want. No, you but can keep it. She went on an I did remember, go on an apology she, tour. She went on an apology tour. And I feel great about there it. There we Thank go. You. you know what? Don't always listen to your friends. You know? It's just, but um, do it at the right time. Yeah, Don't do, do it at the right time. Alone. No, That's she was right point. about that. Like, yeah. she's like, you're not in the position yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. And when I was writing the position, I did it and it was good. Yeah. So listen to your friends, but then don't always, don't always honestly listen to them. Follow what your gut says. But if they say, Hey, not right now, you crazy bitch, then <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, we were taught, she was talking about how she feels like, you know, she's friends with all of her exes and she doesn't have a family and then was crying booey. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know how the men in her life like really have her back at the end of the day and yeah. i was saying you know for me it's not my exes but my whole life i she have has a tribe of like guy friends guys friends yeah. whether they're the same ones that i had when i was 10 College. or you know move, like actually one has been the same since kindergarten joel, right yeah joel yeah. and uh good girl and I genuinely were like, is this bad? Is this toxic that we feel, or I'll speak for myself and you can Mm -hmm. speak, but I feel a high being surrounded by men. And none of these guys were ever my boyfriends. I never had a dicks were in dicks. Not even their fingers. (laughs) Not even their fingers, not their little mouth. No. We slept in the same bed, platonic. But even when I was like a kid and ugly and and like wanted to dating these guys they were still my good friends and i just remember like the feeling of being on the phone mm-hmm. with this guy justin who was my friend he was super hot but he liked all my friends and, and getting off and feeling this high like there was something about during the day if i had a phone call with two guys that night i felt oh this my high God, it's so funny and it's crazy and then my friends will still my girlfriends in toronto will still be like oh she's coming to toronto she'll put the guys first and i do and we'll and monterey was saying that she has the same sort of thing, but in a different with like exes with exes. But it's like, um, is I, this bad? I don't think it's bad at all because the thing that we were saying that we had in common, which it's like I can see it going both ways, is like both her and I like don't. You have a better relationship. I don't talk to my dad yeah. whatsoever, but like we've had difficult, tumultuous relationships yeah. with our fathers, and so we were like, oh, maybe there's some, you know um some void being filled. yeah some boy void being filled or some parallel like aspect of like needing or wanting or feeling safe or protected and like for me that's what yeah. it feels like because it's like and the difference is because it's like we're not the type of girls to be like I don't get along with girls like we have such yeah. a strong base of female friends too like her and I both have like a lot of good female friends too i think it's healthy if you're a girl and you're like i just don't get along with girls i'm like you're toxic yeah because there's no way no. i don't care how hot you are how cool you are how rich you should have girlfriends we there's come something wrong. from the same animal country i don't know what that is but oh we're all God. cats animal country <laughs> i don't you're know you're trying to say the animal kingdom or I don't know what I was trying to say. Oh boy. I think I have a sinus infection. Okay, <laughs> yeah, something's blocking some fucking roads. We we come from the, we're the same. We've gone through this we literally we just talked about how men treat women on YouTube yeah. and documentaries and all this shit. We come from the same place. You can't girls that say they aren't friends with girlfriends 
are toxic. Yeah. Like you could say like, Oh, like right now, like I just moved and I don't have a lot of female friends and I want female friends. Yes. But if you're the or girl girls that are like mean to me, yeah. Yeah. You're like, and I get that because girls have been very mean to me. Girls have been very mean to you. Girls have been you, much more mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, we still, I still find female friends. Yes. So it's like, that is something where it's like, you should look inside yourself and you should like figure it out and try to have female friends. But we both, sorry, I keep hitting your like, yeah, it's but hurting. <laughs> we both like, I love being around. Cause like women provide, like there's like nurture, like there's like some sort of like, I love having both. Like when I'm around my female friends, like I feel like there's like an aspect that like men can't understand. Like it's like a puzzle piece. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you feel you're, you're in a different, you're in a little nest. You're yeah. like, you're, we're in the same world. And like women like really know how to take care of your emotions. Like yeah. we're so mindful and intuitive of that. Like there's like little nuances that a woman will hit. will be like, Hey, do you want a water? Or like, we're Oh, that's a good girl. Yeah. It's yeah. like very considerate, See. very mindful, like very, you know, constantly aware of like each other's like well-being especially when you're a dope woman you're like you feel very like if I come to her house I feel like I'm in like Nikki's little nest and if she were to come to my house not my house now because I live in a chaos but um you would feel like you're in Monterey's little safe nest but men when I'm around them she just talked to herself in third person (laughs) (laughs) I I feel yeah like there's like this safety there's like this protection and there's like this like loyalty like where it feels like where I'm like okay like there's there's like a man like and he's like coming to like make sure I'm fucking okay and I'm like that feeling I don't get with a a woman all the any time usually but I try to be that woman for other women because sometimes it's like I'm very confrontational and I'll make sure someone like but but it doesn't it's still different it's still different I don't feel safe and the reason why we're talking about this is because we're like is we know we're saying it's not toxic but we're we're gonna be open and like discuss our feelings about like our past with our with our dads that created this insecurity or whatever it is and where we are now and the kinds of relationships we have because some people could look at it and be like yeah that is weird and my therapist would be like yeah that's because of that and that's it's not that it's not okay but like let's be open about it like I don't feel safe but I love the attention and not the attention sexually but I love I I've always needed and craved like guy friends attention Mm. and not and like to the point that I'll be kind of low and then if like one of my guy friends calls me and I have a long conversation from with him all of a sudden I'm like and I don't I don't want this to be the case but it naturally happens and it's absolutely crazy Mm. and I live with my husband but he can't fulfill the same thing that I get from Mm. like these guy friends for some reason it's like this weird it's there's this do you think it's because they're just your friend that like has known you for so long and like whenever they come into your life you're like oh i miss this person and you just feel like okay that bond is still there and that yes. feels good to know that it's there yeah i haven't had this with anybody new um and all the guys that i've created this bond with i was way more in a place of needing that yeah uh and as i said like matt maybe now i don't need it yeah um, but they all came from that kind of place of me needing it and now i have it but maybe it's also that they filled that void yeah. and they haven't left me so i yeah. have them and i already know who i have and i don't need it from anybody else For sure but i do find if i've met somebody that like kind of 
makes me feel the same way that those guys do that I get really excited and I'm like yeah. yes and I will be honest like I have met male comics that I've been like oh this is the same thing and then it's not and then I'm yeah. like yeah no there's nothing like those boys yeah. yeah and I think too there might be a parallel of like to what you're saying when you're saying like oh yeah and like they've never left like the aspect of your dad like yeah. going in and out of your life and that these men have been in your life the whole entire yeah. time and like that's the high of like oh there he is again like okay he's still yes. my friend he still loves me even though he's oh married i'm God. married no matter what like we still love each other yes. so it's like that's what i think it is for you for, for sure. sure um for me i don't i'm the opposite i don't i don't like male attention like i it's not i have fun with like whoever i'm with like men or women but it's not, um, it's, it's not that like, for me, it's like, it's again, like the safety and the protection. Like yeah. when I feel like someone is like looking out for me or being like taking care of me, because for me, I never got taken care of by either of my parents. So when someone is like, it could be like little, like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, um, I got tickets to this thing and I know you've never been like, why don't you go with one of your friends? And yeah. I'm like, what? Or they're like, Hey, I know you're looking for a place like that. I'll talk to my apartment manager or like, Hey, I know you need a job. Like just someone like looking out for me because like I've never yes. had that my whole life. So when someone does that, it's like, Oh, I feel like he's protecting me and he's like yeah. looking out and it, I just feel safe. Like yeah. that's all I want is to be safe, man. Yeah. And it's interesting. There was another point that I had to make where it was like, the other thing too is it's like the, uh, no, what am I trying to say? There was another thing that I thought about. About dads, about, um, coming in and out of the life, about, um, you having anal sex and then you were like, no, I won't do that. I won't do that. Oh, also I think, you know, um, it's what makes me feel like I don't need, yeah, I don't need the safeness as much. It's more so like I want to be, I'm, I'm one of the guys I like fit in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. And then now that I've achieved it, I'm like, oh, this is now my identity and it's where I'm at. But it's really cool because it's like the person that I'm with knows that about me and will watch me like live off the high and is like, yeah, cool, whatever. Right. You know, and, and I think that if you need these kinds of things in your life, you're definitely feeling avoided as long as you're aware of what the void is and you're not taking unhealthy measurements like yes. it's not out of flirting yeah and you're not no. being disrespectful and crossing boundaries with their personal relationships yeah if you're friends with their significant others great yeah and i think that uh you know if you're with somebody that then is like no you need to cut that off and that's like a void that you have filled your whole life yeah i don't think it's good and and i guess i'm giving this example because in my relationship, like I still have all these guy friends that are like show up for me in a brotherly way. So you want a dad, I want a brother. Yeah. yeah, You have brothers. Yeah. So that's, I think that's the difference. And, uh, they show up for me in a brotherly way and like give so much love. And, and Matt's like, I don't care. And if he did, he's friends with all of them now, he's friends with them. And if he did care and I had to let go of that, if he's like, but you have me, it's still different it's, it's, yeah, it's different. friendship and it's yeah. like your childhood and yeah. like you know yeah and i will say too i was like because i know there are people the difference between women like her and i versus like a pick me girl you know what that is right no tell them okay um a pick me girl is like someone who will constantly 
uh, go against women or go against the interests of women to have men like them or to have, you know, men think they're cool or whatever. So we're not pick me girls. If I see a guy treating a woman like shit, or if I think they're all saying something stupid, I was like, Oh, I'm going to call you out. Like I'm not desperate for any man's attention or like whatever. But, um, Cause a lot of them are, yeah. Yeah. That's toxic to me. If you're like, either like, I don't have any girlfriends or like, I don't like girls or you're like, want to be the pick me girl. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the number one girl in the guy group. And then if another girl comes in, you're like, what the fuck? You're a bitch to her. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, we're both, I'm a girl's girl and I'm a guy's girl. And so are you. And so, but it's like, again, also being comic. So it's like, you are around a bunch of men and it does feel cool when you know that you're one of the girls where they're like, it's just Nick or it's just my, she's cool. She's cool. Cause it's like, sometimes they're around girls where they're like, they can't be them full selves or like they can't have certain conversations. They can't because, talk about the strippers that they were with. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going like, to get offended okay. or someone's going to get yeah. argumentative or triggered or whatever. And so, yeah, it is nice to be like, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. If you're, say you're with a bunch of Korean people and they're like, Oh yeah. Like they're, they're like, Oh, you're one of us. Like they're showing you something and you already know something and they're like, Oh yeah, you get it. And it's the same thing if you're with men or you're with like gay people. It's like when a group of people who you aren't the same with are like, you're one of us. It's like, it's just like a cool, it's like a nice feeling where you're like, yeah, like I'm different, but I'm still like, apart you know yeah and we definitely still will admit it's because of our daddy issues yeah you know? for sure and, yeah and that's that's something that i think is like key is realizing what the cause is yeah and doing yeah. it in the healthy way because i have she you always pretty much did it in a healthy way like oh, you yeah. were friends with all these people yeah. and whatever i did it in a very unhealthy way where it took me like years to realize where like anytime I had someone who was like a guy friend, I always ended up dating them. And I'm like, and it would be like a while. Like some of these people I had been friends with for years. And then I'm like, okay, when I'm in a low or I'm, you know, needing escapism or I'm wanting that emotional support then I like, am like, "Eh, I'm going to knock down this, I'm going to knock on this door. And then it usually ends in some sort of disaster. And so I just like, have to make sure that I know for myself now where it's like, Hey, you can't keep like assuming or trying to make this circle fit into a square because of like the low that you're in. Like if they're your friends, they're your friends. Yeah. You didn't ever date them for a reason now. Cause you're low. You're going to start dating them. I, and I think that the difference that's happened with, with these, with our behaviors is because when I was growing up and I was friends with guys because they just like my personality, but they never wanted me. When I became friends with guys, I never like as in my twenties or my, my late teens, I never expected them to like me because that was never the case before. So I was very used to being like, okay, well they're going to be my friend and this is the best I'm going to (laughs) get. And so like where you grew up different, you know, and and you lived, you moved to LA when you were 18, 19. So all these people are like, and these boys weren't mature versions of themselves either. So it's like, and, and you expected you had different expectations or you were used to a different style of it. So it's just interesting how we both have like the same, I'll call trait. it trait and I'll also call it like addiction, male addiction. But I don't say that with a bad yeah. meaning, but uh, like we, we still have this kind of, it's not an it's, addiction. It's, a fix. it's a, a fix. Yeah. Yes. A male fix, but in different ways, but it's all based off of 
the way that we grew up and what we experienced. Mm-hmm. And so now uh, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I don't have to kick it because I can admit it. Mm-hmm. And, but then also my therapist would be like, okay, well, that's still something you got to work on. And like, yeah, well, I'll work on like my daddy issues. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'll work on what I want to. Fucking bitch. Yeah, listen. I like, just because I'm, like, I'm fucking paying you doesn't mean you tell me to fucking Shut do. up. And like, I just, just like, I just like being friends with guys. Okay? Work on that, you dumb it's, bitch. It is kind of fucked up that being friends with guys makes me feel good about myself. Or maybe yeah. I don't know if I would identify as that now, but like it really did make me feel good about yeah. myself. Yeah, for you, it's like making you feel good about yourself, and for me, it's like okay, I I, I feel safe. Like yeah. I feel like someone has my back. Like I feel like I have someone to go to. Like when something's hard or like bad, and like they can like help me. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, well, but yeah, that's like a thing where it's like now I have to make sure that I'm like consciously aware of it because there's like a few relationships that I've been in where I'm like oh no this person was supposed to just help you stay my friend yeah because you know they literally all of them started off as my friend and um and I'm like this person was supposed to stay that and because there was unhealthy aspects of both of us then we're like you know trying to fill that void and we're like and then you're like no but luckily, and I feel like that's why all the time, because she's, you know, people will be like, why are you always friends with your exes? I was like, because some of them were never supposed to be someone I dated. They're supposed point. to be friends. So yeah. it's like, but I do have good friendships with all of my exes, except for one. Right and it's, now. huh? Right, right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the listeners understand how the storylines go. go. We don't know what happens we next. We don't know. It's Dawson's <laughs> Creek up in this bitch all the time but um, consistency unpredictability but then consistency and unpredictability and a great show thank you <laughs> um but yeah right now i am like the apology tour has happened it was a success i sold out at tickets everywhere like i sold merch like it's good it was a, a successful tour and I'm a, i don't want to go back on tour can you go not yeah that's yeah. a good girl just knock on that wood so, okay but, but that's why I'm like, okay, now I just want to maintain these friendships and I'm not going to, when I'm in a low or anything, like be Break like, oh, 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 it's like, no, 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 no. Everybody, it's in this like safe boundary circle. And like, I have, I have love for these men, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, this is why we wanted to talk about it because we're like, oh, that's the the bad choice was hooking up with them yeah not the bad yeah no the bad yeah 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 Yeah, no shouldn't have done that yeah yeah. it's hard it's hard to get over the hump of when you become friends with a guy and i as i said i don't know if this is the case in your 30s but Mm -hmm. when you're younger and you're in your 20s if there's we have listeners uh it's hard i always say it's like a mountain it's like you become friends with them and you're like okay this is kind of fun. Like uh, we get along, our personalities get along. I have so much fun with you and I feel kind of high and I don't know why I feel high, but it's cool. And then it's like, Oh, we both are attractive. Oh, you're actually really attractive. All these girls like you. And you're like, oh, okay, but I don't like you. And then you get here and that's where you can either make out or not make out. And this I is when she was single. Yeah. This is this. when I was single. Yeah. And I would always wait till after the hump because I would watch the high rise. It was like, mm. we're friends. We now know each other more. Now I know all your secrets. Now I know your personal life. And now I feel like you, you need, me we're good friends like i need you and now i'm like are we supposed to be together i don't think we are and i don't trust this high and i would always wait till the hump till we'd been friends for a while to see if i still 
was excited about them. Yeah. And then I would get over and be like, oh, good thing we didn't hook up. Yeah. And so my advice to younger people who are becoming friends with guys and wondering if to fuck or not, wait till you get over the high, maybe like wait two months. The first three weeks are so exciting. Yeah. And I just never knew what my emotions were, but I was aware of where I was like, I don't think I like this person, but why do I feel so good around mm. them? So yeah. I wait the hump. I, that's, I think that's smart. And I think that's a really good plan and really good advice for people. And I, I've been different with everybody's been like a case by case. And it usually depends on like where I'm at in my life. And so my advice to add on to hers would be look at the surroundings and the circumstances like of your environment. Like, do you hate your job? Do you hate your roommate? Are you like broke? Like, are you depressed? Because if you're especially reaching out to men or women, whatever, in that time period of these lows, that's usually you're probably supplementing something. So like I would wait until like you are in a, you know, whole place where you feel good before you like make actions. Because a lot of the times, like I have waited, I was friends with somebody for eight years before I ever made a move. And then another friend, seven years. And then, and then sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I know I like him right away. And it's been two weeks. But when I start to look at the pattern, everything my life was usually in chaos or I was in a low and I'm like ooh, I could have caught some of those so yeah I think definitely use her mountain uh, mountain analogy and then do the thing of like looking at your environment and like the quality of your life before you like fuck decide. up yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because sometimes you can't go on an apology tour sometimes yeah. they don't want they're not answering the door and you know? sometimes yeah and that apology tour door sometimes the like that apology tour took a long time, time for she some made, of them yeah. yeah and you went through some pain a lot of pain and yeah and they went through a lot yeah. of pain you know pain, regret and, yeah all of it yeah and uh it's it's tough but listen being friends with the opposite sex is very beneficial and if you feel good when you're friends with people from the opposite sex you know have boundaries be fucking like be emotionally intelligent have awareness and don't feel bad about it yeah and you're allowed to be friends with the opposite sex and make sure you are talking to your partners and their partners and it's like it could be all done in like a very healthy way you just maintain boundaries and it's like it's good like we have the same mutual friend who's like our guy friend and it's like we we love him and um it's it's nice because it's like we can give him advice he gives us advice like there's things that we do where it's like you wouldn't be able to get that from a female friend yeah i will say one thing though if you are with somebody and you have become friends with the opposite sex and you feel like you have to like hide things with this friend if you if you feel like you can't tell the friend about your own relationship or if you can't tell your partner about like how much you're hanging out or anything sus that isn't okay and and listen i've been there and then you're in denial and you're like no no this is this is this is normal this is normal and then your guy friends your real guy friends are like hey we don't do that to you yeah that's some that's a red i will put that out there as a red yeah and i will say it's a red flag too if you're dating someone and they just have tons of the opposite sex like friends and they don't introduce you to them yeah that's weird that's weird and like they're not talking about because it's like 
I don't want to date a guy who has a ton of female friends. Not saying that like most of my guys that I've dated, they have some female yeah. friends, of course, that they'll, you know, to, but it's like they're always introducing us. They're like, I can't wait for you to meet yeah. Sarah or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, we're good. But if you have these female friends and they don't know about me or you're not like excited for them to meet me yeah. or they're not coming around or whatever, that's then weird too. that's a red flag. And I think it's also a red flag if they don't have any opposite sex friends. I mean, it's not a red flag, but it's way more beneficial if they do yeah. because you always want people to have opposite sex friends. So they like can get advice. good advice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, those are the rules about becoming friends with the opposite sex. Okay? And I think we really hooked you up. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I wish I had someone like this when we were younger, you know? Yeah. And if you have daddy issues and you like okay. talking to guys, that's okay. That's okay. Your therapist is going to say it's not. But we came out okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather? Okay. This is just, say, say it's not even a toxic. But uh, it's uh, not. Uh, it's uh, like, it's not okay. Would you rather? not be able to speak or not have a vagina i feel like that's like yeah it's not toxic at all it's like not even a behavior to go through it's but just maybe like, your choice will be toxic maybe your answer yeah it's true uh not be able to speak or not have a, a vagina that is so hard i hate these kind of would you rathers because then i think that it's going to happen to me i uh, don't know how your vagina is going to disappear i don't know it could get sewn up <laughs> <laughs> um i would rather not have a vagina because uh, damn i don't know i would rather not have a vagina because not being able to express myself and speak and say things would be really really hard yeah um not having sex for the rest of my life would for sure suck but i would be happy with a verbal relationship with people instead of a uh penis inserted in me relationship with people boop boop pee pee <laughs> and you're already married so yeah so it's like i'm not having sex anyway blowjobs <laughs> yeah. you just both said opposite things you think i'm giving blowjobs all the time it's crazy <laughs> okay what's worse what would you rather work at a strip club where you're I've a stripper oh. you're a stripper bartender. and all the girls are really mean to you and they prank you all the time they steal your money okay okay or working at a grocery store done that too <laughs> all right thanks for watching at <laughs> <laughs> every jump <gym>, yeah <laughs> working at no working at a shoe shine in an airport where, I was like, done that too. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, this is so stupid, where the guy's dicks are always in your face. I'd so rather... Good. I'd rather work with the strippers because there's always there's going to be one stripper who's like cool and like she like ha helps me like hide my money or like we borrow each other's shoes. Um, I also like music. And when you're a stripper, you get to like pick your fucking playlist that you want to dance to. Um, <laughs> Monterey is really good at looking at the bright side of things. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't ever want random dicks in my face ever cool. I'm always gonna pick the thing that has if there's dicks involved going opposite great because I was like are strippers gonna be offended by this that I'm comparing them to shoe shot like shoe shining I but love strippers 
you love strippers. Well, I worked at a strip club. Even if you as a don't, bartender. they take all your money. Well, there, there's, there, I'm gonna have one girl on my side for sure. Like, you, you're making up the rules now. I'm just saying, I, I, I've bartended at strip clubs, and it's like, yeah, it could be very clicky, and but there's always like, there's girls always coming like in and out. So it's like, even if. 18 of them are against me. I'm going to have one home girl who's going to hold me down or I'll have like a security guard who's like, you need to watch my fucking money. Um, but I like music and you don't um, want dicks in your face and I don't want dicks in my face. And I like a lot of the girls are really talented and you know, they we used to talented. dance like growing yeah. up and stuff. And so I'm like, you I like don't want to be naked. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be a naked stripper. Um, but I'm like, I'll put on a show. Okay. And you just don't want dicks. I like that the definitive answer is if there's dicks, I'm going the other way. Yeah, going the other way. After we talked about how much we like guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye. Catch us next week. Like, subscribe, share, tag, tag, do all the things. We're on YouTube. Every week, new episode is coming out that you've already listened to, but in video form. And get ready for the guests. Woo! Yay, yay, yay! Mm.